This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. It is a busy Tuesday. Hi again, everybody. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. As always, brought to you by ABC Insurance Agencies. I'm Sean Kelly, and greetings from Studio B on Airline Drive, the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. Big day uh, for a lot of reasons. Big day number one across the NFL. It's our first round of cuts today. Teams later this afternoon have to be down to 75. Some teams have already started that process and announced those moves. Others have not. Head coach Sean Payton has not officially announced the cuts, but he did announce some roster moves uh, earlier today, and I'm going to share those with you here in just a moment. Uh, I'm also going to record an interview today with Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry. We're going to share that with you later in the week. I think Daniel and I have been talking about Thursday morning, perhaps, or Thursday afternoon's black and blue report, but I'm looking forward to meeting with uh, head coach Alvin Gentry today. Got to do it today because tomorrow it looks like coach and a bunch of the guys are heading over to uh, Baton Rouge to help with some flood relief efforts. Uh, so I applaud them for that, and uh, we'll have a report on that as well tomorrow. Back to football, though. Uh, head coach Sean Payton uh, today talked with the media via conference call before hitting the practice field, and uh, it was newsworthy today, there's no doubt. Uh, a couple of transactions that coach announced. Let's start with those uh, and his thoughts about each of those moves. Uh, number one, they uh, traded uh, a seventh-round conditional pick to Miami for defensive end Chris McCain. Uh, McCain uh, is a Cal guy and uh, and originally signed to the NFL with Miami as an unrestricted free agent. So help with the pass rush there. And then uh, looking to add some depth or uh, something to the offensive line, which has been a topic of conversation, obviously. The Saints also signed to uh, Khalif Barnes, who spent 11 seasons with Oakland and Jacksonville, most recently with the Raiders, pretty sure. Um, he's played 151 career games, 6'6", 320, and he can play multiple positions along the offensive line. Again, probably with these two guys, if anything else, just to get a look at them here in this week uh, with a preseason game and a couple of practices, and we'll see how that all shakes out uh, with regard to the final 53-man roster. Um, so, Coach Payton on uh, those two moves earlier today. Well, we have a chance with a week left here to take a look at these players. Cleve Barnes, uh, obviously, is experienced. He's played guard and tackle. Um, and, you know, he's someone that uh, I think has good size and power. So, we'll have a chance to look at him. Uh, We'll be smart on how many snaps and, and what our expectation level is just in a short week. Um, and then uh, with McCain, he, he's a guy that, you know, we've, we've spent some time studying. Uh, it's a conditional pick. So, again, it, it gives us a chance to look at this player. Uh, he does some things in the special teams. You know, I think you're going to see a player that maybe uh, is built a little bit like um, – Obum Guachem, um, he's had some production uh, as a as a rusher. I think that would be the initial vision. Uh, I think we our expectation is that we, we can play him and and get some snaps Thursday um, again to take a peek and kind of see where he's at. Uh, so I, I think from a timing standpoint, anytime you're going from 90 to 75. That's one cut, but you know the next one 
with acquiring players becomes a little bit more challenging. Coach Payton also confirmed that veteran defensive end Paul Kruger is making a visit to the Saints today. Kruger was just let go by the Browns. Um, so this is a chance to take a look at Kruger today. Uh, he may be a transaction later on. I know other teams have interest in him as well. Heck, the Saints had interest in him a couple of years ago when he left the Ravens. Uh, Kruger uh, eventually signed with the Cleveland Browns, went with their offer as opposed to New Orleans. So this is this is a guy that's been on, I think, Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis's radar for some time. But Paul Kruger will be in for a visit today, as confirmed by the Saints head coach. Well, he still affects the passer. You know, you see a pressure player, he rushes with power. Uh, I think you see uh, a high motor and a guy that uh, plays extremely strong. Um, so we'll see. You know, he's coming in today, and uh, we look forward to having a chance to visit with him. All right, and that wasn't all that Coach Payton talked about today. Uh, he did confirm that young defensive back Damian Swan is in Philadelphia seeing a specialist. Would not elaborate on any more than that, but did confirm that Swan is seeing a guy uh, up in Philly, and he says, I'll keep you posted. Otherwise, um, in a bit of a surprise, and then maybe not a surprise based on the way the preseason has gone, Coach Payton said today they plan on starting, I'll use his words, they're, they're going to start their guys uh, in the fourth and final preseason game on Thursday night against the Baltimore Ravens. So, unlike, I guess, your typical fourth preseason game, looks like we'll see the front-line guys uh, for a portion of the game on Thursday night. The other thing that he talked about as a part of Thursday night's plan was that Gary Grayson would probably play a half. So, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you guess from there, but it sure looks like uh, the starters, the front-line guys, are going to get a, another crack at kind of getting some rhythm going in this fourth and final preseason game on Thursday night. So, wow, a busy morning with Coach Payton for sure. The Saints are back in the practice field from about 11.15 or so uh, today until Coach says they're done, which I would imagine would be between 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock. The media will be back in the locker room this afternoon between 2.15 and 3, and then uh, – We'll gather some stuff for you, not only for afternoon wrap on NewOrleansSaints.com, but a little something for the Wednesday edition of Black and Blue Report. All right, guess who we talked to yesterday? Two interesting guys, as a matter of fact. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I have certainly talked to Luke McCown before, but I hadn't really spoken one-on-one -on -one with young, unrestricted, or undrafted free agent uh, defensive back Devontae Harris, who uh, I think figures in here to the 53-man roster based on what he's done during training camp. He's got a great nickname, too. Uh, it's a, kind of an easy one, but uh, we'll talk about that and more with Devontae Harris. Just hard work pays off, man. I know it may sound cliche, but that's just what I've been doing personally. Uh, I've been trying to just try to come to work every day, man, try to have a good day, try to come to work, stay positive, and grind, grind, grind. And uh, the rest of our team been doing the same thing, man, and we're just taking it day by day and, you know, just taking it week by week. And then Luke McCown, as I mentioned, uh, always a great visit with Luke. We talk about the Saints' offense and where things stand right now heading into this uh, final week before the regular season begins. A lot is made about the preseason, and it can say a lot about where your team's headed, and it can say nothing about where your team's headed. So somewhere in between there is where we are, and we have to fix all the issues that we've had, be it turnovers, penalties, offensively, finishing drives, uh, with points, kicking them or running them in the end zone, throwing them in the end zone. 
So we've got news from Coach Payton today, and we've got two great guests lined up for you. Devonte Harris and Luke McCown come your way in just a moment. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Well, I've been looking forward to a conversation with Devonta Harris, who may actually have been called Aggie more times than his own first name over the last three or four weeks. Is that safe to say? Yes, that is safe to say, man. That's my name around here, man, but I'm embracing it. I like it, so, yeah. Well, I figured you'd like it. I think you liked your days at Texas A&M, right? Oh, yeah, I loved them. I loved them, man. I enjoyed myself, man. Great coach. Sumlin is a great coach to play for. And, and those guys I played around, man, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And you're coached by an Aggie, so I guess he was the one that had to give you that nickname, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> what clicked between you and, and your coach and, and, and Coach Glenn, and, and was it just the Texas A&M thing or was it something else? Uh, well, he, you know, he, uh, he actually came up around in my father's era. And, I mean, i just been knowing him since I was young, uh, knowing about him anyway. I mean, yeah, we had that a and connection, man, but, I mean, we just – we're both from Texas, both play DB. I mean, it, it, it was just meant to happen, I feel. so. <laughs> we're talking to a rookie free agent defensive back here, and there's no easy road in that role. And that coach we're talking about is not easy on you guys ever, it seems like. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, not, not easy at all. Ain't nothing easy around them. So. What have you taken away from the last several weeks? Um, it's, it, it, it's had to be a very unique situation for you. Uh, I mean, just – Taking just hard work pays off, man. I know it may sound cliche, but that's just what I've been doing personally. Uh, I've been trying to just try to come to work every day, man. Try to have a good day. Try to come to work, stay positive, and grind, grind, grind. And uh, the rest of our team been doing the same thing, man. And we're just taking it day by day, and you know, just taking it week by week. Everybody that plays your position has to have an ego of some kind. I mean, that just goes along with it. But in your wildest dreams, did you think that? this camp would go the way it did for you to where you kind of had to walk in and not only not only try and get a job but even just get noticed at first uh yeah I mean it was it was hard man it was hard but like man I I had faith in God man God had me the whole way and he still got me uh and he knows the things that he blessed me with even though you know I'm coming from the bottom and and a lot of people didn't see it I mean, like I said, I, I didn't exceed my expectations. I exceeded everybody else's expectations. I mean, like you said, guys got to have egos of some sort, and 
my confidence through the roof, man. <laughs> what would you say you've done well in order to put yourself in a position to, to possibly make this team? Uh, I felt I made plays on the ball, man. Uh, uh, I showed I could tackle well, and I've, I've got in on special teams and showed I can run down, cover kicks, cover punts, and do the things necessary to help the team. I said before Friday night's game against Pittsburgh, I said, boy, <laughs> if there's going to be a test this preseason for these young players, this might be it. Man. It was, wasn't it? Man, that was a great test, man. Yeah. It was a great test, man. And like I said, man, they got some good receivers, real good receivers. And Antonio Brown and, and uh, uh, Eli Rogers in the slide, Marcus Weed, man, they, they got a whole, they got speed and size over there. So. so what did you learn? I mean, it's one thing to have a kind of a rough night and learn nothing from it. Did you all learn something from it? Yes, we did. We learned. We just learned just to be ourselves, man, just to be comfortable throughout any situation. It doesn't matter. Uh, who we're going against, man, it's about us. Mm -hmm. So that's what we learn, man, just to focus on our game. Every time we step on the field, it's about us. Did you see that night as kind of a – did it beat down the confidence a little bit, or are you guys pretty bulletproof when it comes to that? Nah, it didn't beat down no confidence, man. It just – if anything, it just made it – making us work hard. It made us attack today even more. You know, I mean, nah, they're not going to kill our confidence. Yeah, we had a rough night. It is what it is. It's a national football league. It's going to happen. All we got to do is grind and keep building from it. Can you describe what this week is going to be like for you and the other young players? This is kind of the, the end of a long process here, and there's still one more preseason game to go. Help me understand what that feels like. Man, it, it's, it, it's kind of, you know, since final cuts and everything going down, I mean, it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking. It don't matter what, what, what you did in camp or whatever. If you're a young guy and undrafted like myself, you're going to feel a little nervous when those, uh, when those cuts come around. But, man, like I said, I mean, we're just going to attack it like we've been attacking it. Uh, just keep grinding, you know what I'm saying? If we're here, we're here. If we're not, you know, then we got other plans. But we just grinding, you know, try to stay on the team and try to impact the team as much as we can. You mentioned your father earlier. You talk a lot about your family, don't you? Oh, yeah, I love my family, man. I love them, love them to death. What would you What would you say he's given you the most as far as from player to player as opposed to father-son? Or maybe it's all in one. Uh, probably my confidence, like the confidence that, that you guys see. Uh, I mean, since I was little, 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 like a, a, a child, man, my father just been telling me I was great. He's been telling me I've been different. Mm-hmm. And I just bought into it. I believed in it. So, uh, and, and nothing has changed. It doesn't matter if I'm coming from the college level and now I'm to the, on the pro level. My confidence still had to be there. And, and that's, that's how I was raised. Did he say where he loved playing more than anywhere else? Uh, nah, he hadn't told me that. Other than yeah. A&M, nah, he hadn't yeah. told me that. Yeah, he hadn't told me. But he he was pretty much done playing by the time you were old enough to remember being around him, right? Uh, yeah. Well, he he started. Uh, he was pretty much he was in the Canadian Football League by the time yeah. I I, I, I kind of remember. So. so you didn't exactly grow up kind of going around the the team facility or anything like that. Well, it was your own NFL. experience. Yeah, yeah. Not NFL, CFL, yes, CFL, but not yeah. not not NFL. No, not really. Did that change the way that you went about? either playing high school ball or college ball because you had some knowledge of what the next level was like? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and honestly, man, it really it really helped me because I had to make the switching positions going into college or whatever because I kind of I, I started to play receiver. I, I was really a receiver. But uh, going into college, and it just like just growing up around my father and him being able to show me the ins and outs of, of the game. It was it was easy for me to make the switch, you know, because I have I, overall knowledge of football is pretty good. So, Devontae Harris with us here. Let's end on this. Let's look forward to Thursday night's game against the Baltimore Ravens, that final preseason game. Share with me a little bit of the conversation, whether it be in this locker room or uh, with Coach, uh, on on how he and you all are looking at that final that final game on Thursday. 
uh, looking at it like a football game, yeah. man. I mean, uh, we, we're, we're expecting to play. Uh, we're expecting to play a long time. I mean, we're just going to prepare for them just like we've been preparing. And, uh, I mean, I can't really tell you anything different. We just, man, we just ready. We just ready. And we got to shake back, but we're ready for the Baltimore Ravens. So. Need a win, don't you? Need a win. We it doesn't matter if it's preseason or not, yeah, right? We, we just want to win. We, we're going to win, God, God willing. You know, we just, yeah. we, we, that's how we're going to approach it, like we're going to win. So. I enjoyed this. I should have I come talk to you sooner than oh, this. Yeah, you good. Anytime. I'm open. I'm free. I'm here. Good luck, Devontae. Thank you, man. Yep. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Optioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-Optioner or visit auctioner.org. The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12-game plans are now on sale. 12-game packages, including the contender and weekend plans, are your tickets to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Take in a couple of Pelicans games a month throughout the season for as low as $17 per game. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown, Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Saints quarterback Luke McCown is just the guy I need to talk to. Luke, yep. Um, Luke, you know, I, it's been all this gloom and doom and everything else. I need a ray of sunshine. I figured, <laughs> I figured you'd be the guy to help me provide it. Well, yeah, the the ray of sunshine. Um, listen, a lot is made about the preseason. And it can say a lot about where your team's headed, and it can say nothing about where your team's headed. So somewhere in between there is where we are. And we have to fix uh, all the issues that we've had, be it turnovers, uh, penalties, um, offensively, uh, finishing drives uh, with points, kicking them or running them in the end zone, throwing them in the end zone. So, um, you know, we're not doomsdayers in these locker rooms. Uh, we're, we're not, sky's not falling. Uh, we have a lot of work to do. I, I, I will emphasize that, that we have a lot of work to do to get to where we want to be um, before we play Oakland. Uh, but at the same time, um, we have a lot of, uh, of good 
veteran players, uh, a lot of experience uh, all over this team that, that know how to ride the ship and uh, know how to continue to build up. And, and again, it's a it, – it, what's the, the phrase? It, it's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. And so there's, there's a lot to be played. And, um, again, I'm not downplaying the, the struggles and the things that we need to get better at, but we are getting better at them. And that's why we're still practicing and coming to this facility. Do you think folks are, are surprised or this is a funky conversation? Because it seems like for a long time it's always been, oh, the Saints offense, oh, they're good, we're good. You know, look at, you know, the, you know they, just, sure. they do their thing. And now it's, it hasn't looked so easy, I guess, during this preseason. Do you think that's why people are a little kind of unnerved? Uh, if so, I guess they have the, the right to be. Uh, but um, understand that, that turnover happens in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a really good tight end that's getting his feet wet in the, this offense. We have several really good young receivers that are continuing to emerge and continuing their upward trend in this offense. Yep. Um, and and a rotation of, of guys on the offensive line that are continuing to gel and continuing to find their way. And so, uh, listen, when you have a guy like Drew that um, for years um, – is so consistent, and, and then all we need to do around him is continue our upward trend, and we'll find stability, mm-hmm. and we'll find uh, that groove that we want to be in. And uh, listen, I, I've been on plenty of teams where we lit it up in the preseason and were awful <laughs> during the. You know, I've I've played on those teams, yeah. and so I don't overreact when you know there's a five touchdown pass game. One way or the other in the preseason, uh, because it's the preseason. Uh, again, it, it it can tell you a lot and it can tell you nothing. So uh, just you know, know that we're we're continuing to work and getting better. Give me an example of something from your perspective, uh, kind of seeing all of it in front of you that isn't right at the moment, but you think is close to being right. Well, uh, I, again, just offensively, um, you know, we're a tick away from. That big pass play, that run hitting, you know, we've got some new things we're working in the run game uh, that are, um, you know, kind of new things for the running backs to see and new angles for the O-line to block. And so, uh, you know, you're, you're, it, it's timing. You're one millisecond away from things breaking open and being big. So, again, it, it's all about continuing to gel and finding that consistency that you want to have, and we're going to get there. Let's be fair. There are some things that are really fun to talk about, too, right now. Gosh, C.J. Spiller looks healthy again. Man. This kid, Michael Thomas. Yeah. I mean, there, there are it – isn't, it isn't all negative, I guess is what I'm saying. It's not all negative. If you're uh, – if, if you get to be in here every day of practice like we do and see what we see, it's not all negative. You're seeing, uh, you know, Kobe Fleener being who you wanted him to be uh, when you signed him. You're seeing a healthy C.J. Spiller that shows you that burst that he's known for and the, the danger uh, that he can present a defense when the ball's in his hand. You're seeing, um, you know, the, the, that uh, inaudible language between Drew and, a, and a, a Brandon Cooks or a Willie Sneed that you saw for years from a Marcus Colston and a Lance Moore. You're, you're starting to see those things. So, again, it, it's time. It's time on task. It's, it's preparation. It's practice. It's consistency. And that's what the preseason's for, and it's a ramp up till we get to Oakland. With all those things we just talked about, does that does that in your eyes make 
a fourth preseason game important, maybe more so than maybe in the last couple of years? Well, I think every time we put on the uniform, it's important. It's important for a lot of guys that are trying to make teams. It's important for uh, a lot of guys that are trying to put good tape out there for other teams. It's, it's important for uh, us to go out and, and finish on a good note before we head into the regular season. Uh, it's important for uh, a mindset of, of – putting a training camp to rest and and now here we go it's it's uh live fire it's time to and so uh yeah a, a fourth uh preseason game is important it's especially important for us right now good way to end it i asked for five minutes and i'm 55 seconds over so i could find i'm sure okay. but luke thanks you got it man thank you Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. A lot going on today at Saints Camp. Obviously, later today we'll learn more about the first round of cuts. Uh, those will be available to you on NewOrleansSaints.com, and uh, we'll talk about those you know, on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Looking forward to my interview with Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry later today that we're going to share with you uh, later on this week. And, of course, we'll be getting geared up for Thursday night's game against the Baltimore Ravens. Don't forget NewOrleansSaints.com and the Saints mobile app, Pelicans.com and Pelicans mobile app as well for all that would go around uh, our conversations on the Black and Blue Report and all things Saints and Pelicans. Thanks again to Devontae Harris and Luke McCown for being my guests today. Hope you enjoyed all the conversation, and I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Bye, everybody. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.